Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The migrant crisis has put Democrats on the defensive in the city council races. It's Monday, October 30th, and this is your New York Daily News. Monday's forecast calls for scattered showers in New York City with a high near 64 and a low near 46. Before today's top story, the Brooklyn Bridge was temporarily shut down Saturday evening as hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters tracked across its westbound lanes into Manhattan. Police also blocked cars from using the eastbound lanes during the march around 5.30 p.m. Less than three hours later, cops reopened the bridge as demonstrators made their way toward Midtown. During Friday night rush hour, Grand Central Terminal was partially shut down for several hours as hundreds of pro-Palestinian activists sat down in the train hall. On Saturday, protesters met in front of the Brooklyn Museum on Eastern Parkway at about 3 p.m., marched to the Barclays Center, and went to the bridge from there. As they reached the Brooklyn Bridge just before 5 p.m., cops were seen handcuffing one person and placing the individual in the back seat of a police car. Protesters unsuccessfully attempted to block the vehicle from driving off while shouting, Shame! And Mayor Adams' administration has reached a $400 million tentative labor deal that would give approximately 7,000 uniformed sanitation workers a nearly 19% pay bump over the next five years. The agreement, which hasn't yet been ratified by the rank and file of Uniformed Sanitation Workers Union Local 831, comes amid severe fiscal belt tightening as the city continues to struggle with the migrant crisis, which Adams projects will cost taxpayers $12 billion by 2025. Renee Campion, Adams' head of labor relations, said the deal would be paid for through cash already funded in the city's labor reserve budget. According to Adams, 90% of all previously outstanding labor agreements have now been finalized, and 100% of the contracts with uniformed unions have been locked down. If approved by the union, the retroactive deal will result in pay raises between 3.25% and 4% each year and will require that the city provide members with a week of paid parental leave. The deal would retroactively span from December 2022 to February 2028. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. New Yorkers' concerns over the mushrooming migrant crisis have put Democrats on the defensive and offered Republicans a potentially powerful line of attack in next month's most competitive city council races. Candidates in swing races said in interviews with the Daily News that the top issue for many voters remains public safety, the headline issue in the 2021 mayoral race and the 2022 governor's contest, but that the city's handling of tens of thousands of asylum seekers is close behind. A recent Siena College survey found nearly 60% of New York City voters agreeing with Mayor Adams' assessment that the migrant crisis will destroy the city. The issue has additional salience because the city council has oversight over the allotment of resources to asylum seekers, and because some of the most competitive races are playing out in areas heavily affected by the influx, said Evan Stavisky, a Democratic political consultant. He described the migrant crisis as a defining issue of the election season. 
The influx of migrants places a tremendous burden on the city's ability to deliver resources, Stavisky said. And politicians in New York have demagogued about the newest immigrants for 150 years. As Republicans have sought to center migrants in local political conversations, Democrats have taken differing tacks in response, in some cases attempting to outflank the GOP with conservative-sounding criticism of their own party's handling of the crisis, and in other cases painting the Republican Party's viewpoint as xenophobic. About 133,000 asylum seekers have arrived in the city since April 2022, and roughly 66,000 remain in the city's care, according to the Adams administration. The mayor's office, which has sought to suspend the city's shelter protections for the homeless, has projected the migrant crisis could cost the city $12 billion by summer 2025. The city has also opened more than 200 emergency shelters to house asylum seekers, prompting Republican resistance even as the left wing of the Democratic Party has hammered Adams for declaring that the crisis could destroy the city. If many Democrats have hardened their tones toward immigration going into the council elections, some Republican candidates have seemed to take pains to avoid using overly harsh language as they chide Democrats, perhaps cognizant that over-the-top criticism may alienate voters. Basil Smickley, a public policy professor at Hunter College and one-time strategist for Hillary Clinton, said outcomes in close city races could reflect whether city voters are beginning to view the migrant crisis through a similar lens as suburban voters who are anxious about the influx. If that's the case, I do think that signals a bit of a shift in how New Yorkers see themselves, Smickley said, and that will have ramifications for statewide politics. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.